0: Hello, hello, hello. I know, I know, I know. It's been a nice minute since I've been on here talking to you guys. Um, Thank you for listening. If you came back and listened, um, I've just been busy trying to figure it all out. I did start homeschooling my son. And so we started kindergarten. This is my first time ever doing this. Um, A little overwhelmed. And all that jazz. And I said, you know what? I'm literally like, I have one day and left of this quarter. And it's like, we did it. We finished the first quarter of homeschooling. I didn't kill you. You're safe. You've learned some things. um, You've flown through some things. I joke when I say I didn't kill you, it's a joke in the sense of like, oh my goodness, kids are stressful. And the fact that teachers, Watch like multiple children (laughs) at one time yeah no that's crazy I can barely manage one child to just sit there and watch or listen and regurgitate things back to me but then he is listening but I have no training in this either whatsoever um and the fact that I just like to teach in general um but yeah, it's wild. And like the expectations that are expected from hair, I've just learned so much in this first eight weeks. It's only been eight weeks. It hasn't even been eight weeks. It's been five weeks um, because we started. We did eight weeks and five weeks, which is crazy. And he blew through math. So I feel like this next quarter we will be caught up A hundred percent because going into Monday, which we don't do our, we, we do our schooling from Wednesday to Thursday because it is the days that my partner is working. And, um, with, with like, when he has to talk to the teacher and stuff, we do those on Mondays. On Wednesdays, he does go to... Um, or I would like, sorry, on Wednesdays he does go to an enrichment class at the technical school, vocational school, whatever you want to call it in the, um, in town or whatever. And so we do that every Wednesday and he's loved doing that. He goes last week, I think they had like 10 kids in there it was or not, if not more. Um, and they're just, and they're engaging, they're learning how to, you know, interact with other kids their age. She, that think is like the first time that there was that many kids, and then she was like, how old are you? And one put five, that they were five, they put five fingers up, and then the other ones were like, oh, I'm that age too, and they were like, I'm that age, and then I'm blah, 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 and they just kept going, and then they were not listening to anything she was saying. They were just staring at each other, like, but not in like a, They all have a staring issue. All of the children, all of them, they just stare. And it's like, can y'all focus and pay attention? I tell my son all the time, whenever you're doing anything – like anything, whenever you're moving your fingers, whenever you're touching your face or rubbing your ears or something itches or like you're rubbing your hair. He doesn't have hair, but you know, get the point. It's like you're, you're literally distracting yourself and you're not listening. And I know you're not listening because then I'll ask you a question literally five seconds later and you'll be like, oh no, I wasn't listening because you're not paying attention. It's very stressful. So I don't, I commend, I commend who do it with people who do it with multiple children, homeschooling, one who do it with multiple children. I commend anyone who do, does homeschooling. I commend teachers who teach schools and students because I it, it would be overwhelming. Like, his teacher that he has, he has three teachers. He has a Spanish teacher, he has a PE teacher, and he has a, like, all the core classes, social studies, science, language arts, and... Math, those are all a teacher that he like touch bases with. They don't teach him anything. Oh, well, no, that's not true. Because when you go to the enrichment class, she's like teaching. She reads books, she does songs and all that. I guess kindergarten stuff. I don't know. I don't remember. I vaguely remember kindergarten. (laughs) The one the things I remember from kindergarten are like skating. We went skating. I don't mean roller skating. Um, and I had Barbie skates. That's all I remember about kindergarten. And I just and playing a lot outside. He has been, like, he loves, like, the P.E. thing. So there's so many things that I just want to talk about on this podcast. There's just so many things. Like, I've learned so much in eight weeks. It takes time. You have to take a step back every, like, day and be like, this is what I expect. Even though, like, I have talked time out. I've talked to so many, like, different parents because now every Wednesday we go – to the playground for a few hours because it's not really a school day. Well, in my, in my head, like that's what I envision. but it's been literally like we've, he's been doing school nonstop. And like, so next week, not nonstop, not like every day of the week, there's days where I'm just like, you know what? I need a break. I don't want to talk all day. And yeah, so there's a, we've, there's a lot of things been added to my schedule adjusting has been somewhat difficult but nothing like that it's like oh my gosh I can't believe like this is it I love it because watching him when he goes to his enrichment classes and or his class let's say when he goes to his class once a week he is he does well he listens he's super I'm not gonna say he's shy he's just very timid Um, And he uses his body to, like, distract himself. So I say next time, and I might be a little hard on him, but, and I don't mean to be. But it's just like, take your hands out your mouth (laughs) next time. Like, I don't want to see your hands in your mouth next time. I don't care what you do, what you say. But when somebody asks you a question, you have to answer them back. And when, you know, like he has to get used to talking to other people. Because when he goes to the playground, he does amazing. Amazing. He's like the kid who goes up to everyone. Do you want to play? If they say no or they ignore him, he just runs off and does his own thing. He's very social in that sense. Um, he's a Leo though, so I don't know. I expect. I mean, I expect him to be that way. He is, but he plays well with everyone. We went, and so many parents want to homeschool, and I say if you want to homeschool, homeschool. If you are, if you started at the right time, I feel like there, there's you, you're not doing school all day. If you have an expectation of what, like I don't. Okay, they for some reason. He's in kindergarten and I have references, my reference of what expectations are of like where you can be and like, you know, is that by second grade, I want him reading, like he can pick up a book, he can sound out words and have the confidence to do it. Um And because now he's starting to read. He knows his sight words. He picks up he picks things up so easily and so quickly and then he like thinks that he knows it. And so he stores I don't know, he just thinks that he knows everything now. And so then he doesn't listen and so it's very hard. It's a whole thing that we're working out and I think but I think next quarter we're going to do great cuz we're going to start on time. We'll be caught up. It's not as much time as um he as as one would think that you would have to spend teaching your child like I literally just condensed five weeks into or eight weeks into five weeks um most of those weeks were four day a week four days a week we did school but a few were some were four days, some were five days. You had, we had to adjust some days. He had to do school on a Monday because I needed him to be like, like the, the discussions and stuff. So like, these are going to be, this is like my positives of homeschooling and stuff of course it's watching him learn like I know we drop our kids off and then you pick them up and they're smarter than when you dropped them off but like watching them interact and watching them learn is the most gratifying thing ever so if you get those opportunities always take them if you can sneak in and sit in in your child's class um while they are at school during regular school if you're not doing homeschooling or whatever your school path is do it because it it only it not only it shows it, I don't know you get you give your child a confidence that no one else can give them and i always was like so excited and so happy when my mother would come and eat lunch with me um they wouldn't allow children or parents back then to like sit with their student like with their no that wasn't a thing I don't know if it's a thing now but that's the opportunity that I'm granted living where I live in the program that we are doing anyway so but he is doing virtual school and so there's those things Um, this is going to be so much longer than 15 minutes hopefully not so some um yeah and so I don't really know what I was talking about. But the positives, I feel like, are that there are, he, it's your own time. Like, you, you know, you set the time. You can do school for three hours a day. You can do school for four hours a day. You can do school for five hours a day. At some days we did it for three hours. I would set a timer every 30 minutes. We would switch courses. Um, we caught up in a lot of classes that way. But a lot of classes, not a lot, there's only six classes, but we caught up in like a few classes that way, and then the other classes we, there's one class that literally we have tomorrow, we'll be doing his thing, and then on Monday he will be doing his like discussion with his teacher, and then he has to draw a picture. Some things, and, and there's, anyway, that's that'll be in the negative part of homeschooling, or just what I've haven't liked about it's not necessarily negative it's just things that slow me down and I don't like to depend on other people for progress so anyway we but yeah he's enjoyed it we've been going to the library a lot more been getting books and like if you don't have a library card even if your library is just a small little library go get a library card because there's so many books the you so many children's books that you have access to my library has a whole spanish section for children books that are spanish he can read the words um sound them out and it's very simplified for him and he's learning things that he will learn later on in his spanish course he's learned i love that they he's even offered spanish if your child isn't offered spanish in early schools Um, which a lot of states they're not. I do live in Florida, so that's a thing. When I was growing up, they didn't offer it, Um, and they don't offer it still for children until they get into middle school Spanish. So, and then that's like a a fraction of, well, no, that's not necessarily true, but that's when they get introduced to Spanish, and they're getting introduced into Spanish like the things that my child is getting introduced to. He's like right now he's like on a 6th grade level of Spanish in f- as far as like other states are concerned that's what I'm saying is because it's just offered to him earlier. Anyway, a way to get around that if your child is not um offered any foreign language library look at their foreign books look at so then you have a you have the module or whatever and then you have, like, a teacher. Anyway, after that, whether it's the discussion-based, like, you're talking to the teacher, or it's the, so, yeah, the DBA review and reflection, um, like I said, some of them are easy, like, some of them make sense, and then, most of them are just like why am I writing full complete sentences for a kindergarten like it's it's you know he doesn't know what a complete sentence is but whatever those are the weird expectations I guess um and then you have like the the um oh my goodness what's it called the discussion that he has with his teacher and like so at the end of each module he'll have one of those if he doesn't have the review he's only had a few of the review most of them like review and reflection most of them have been whatchamacallit the talk to the teacher and there's like a few ways to do it but and those are fine he has to write like who he talked to the date he talked to them and the um picture the only thing I help him with on that – or draw a picture of what they talked about, which is like, eh, I don't know. Can you really – like, he doesn't – I don't know. There's no art, so I've been printing, like, shapes and stuff for him to print and, like, practice drawing so that he can feel more confident when he draws his pictures because he, they ask to draw so many pictures. um, And so then he – so then – but after that, the one thing that I have, like, a huge issue is that after that – there's a test that he always has to take, it's like the module assessment, and it just, and it's password protected, and like every, like the first few tests that I've had to take have been an issue getting into, it takes days to get into them, or like, just because of like, correspondence with the teacher, and when I get to it, it's like, she's, her hours are done, so she can't, I'm not going to text, I've texted her one day out of, Honestly, sorry like just so naive like i just need this to work because i'm so sick and tired of every time i go log in and then it says i can't access it hasn't been signed to me yet she has to reset it then she has to give me the password and then the password doesn't work for the first 15 times i try and so then those that time wasted is like wasted time and it becomes um it becomes very annoying and elongates the time and it just wastes like, yeah, it just wastes so much of my time, and it it becomes like it's like a couple days go by, and I'm like, man, I could have had I don't know, it just adds on to the time that we we were behind for the first quarter, and so then and then he has like a pretest, which those aren't he i mean he's and then the pretests are like things he's never even heard of, like what's a noun? what I didn't know what a noun was when I was in kindergarten, did I? Did I? Because I don't remember that. Like, I feel like I didn't learn what nouns were until I was like in second grade or maybe first grade. Probably. I don't know. I guess you got to know what a noun is to learn to read and understand the story. But it was just like, yo. Yeah, no. Why is that in a pre-test? So Like I feel like some of the tests are set up, pre-tests especially, are like set up for him to not get 100% on them, which is weird. There's that. Um, there's a few things. But that's the test, like the getting the password from the test and doing the the review and all that stuff. It puts a hinder on the thing when I feel like maybe if they had like a, oh, let's just meet up and talk once a week kind of thing. Or let's talk on the phone once a week. It'd be better. You know, where are you at? Well, I guess that's exactly what that is. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) So, but some tips... Okay, so now let's move into the tips that I have. Because I've accumulated a, a plethora of knowledge. And to be all honest, I feel like I'm missing a big part of this podcast. But I, my son walked in, I paused it, and then I re-recorded it, and it didn't record. I did guess it didn't hit the button hard enough. And so then I... Don't remember what I was just talking about. But to wrap this up because I'm going to miss out. I'm losing my quiet time now. It's getting restless. It's like turn this 20-minute podcast into like 18 hours long. It takes to record these things. It doesn't. It takes 20, 30 minutes. Anyway, so some tips that I have that I've realized because now I go to the playground a lot more during the day, um, during the middle of the week, and like early in the mornings, and I met a a lot of moms and dads who are who have young children who because of course kids his age are in school um, but we spend like Wednesdays we spend them at the library and at the playground Um, he is but yeah the parents are like you know I want to homeschool because I don't feel like schools are safe and I hear that I'm not necessarily worried about the safety of schools I'm worried about how dumb the schools are. There's a lot of dumb schools out there. There's a lot of schools out there that aren't. And teaching to a test is the dumbest thing you could ever do. Because you're not teaching anything. You're not giving a different perspective. of your, your, The teacher is interchangeable at that point. And it's just a... a Test that isn't even it's a state and it's a standardized test that isn't standardized throughout the state. If you want standardized tests to be the norm and like you're teaching to standardized tests, then every single state, I mean, every single school in the state should be given all equal opportunity, all equal funding, all equal and equal funding to the funding that they need. Like if one school is bigger than another school, the smaller school doesn't need the same amount of funding as the larger school does. Give them the funding that they need to make every school equal. And you can't balance that equality off of a standardized test because all people, individuals are different. But if you give every student the equal opportunity of every school has clean water, every school has clean bathrooms, every school has um, clean learning environments, every school has clean books every school has new books if they need to have new books every school has art program every school has a span program every school has those opportunities and if the school can't provide those opportunities in the community like make it if like the school's too small then make it a community um, school thing like every school in this county can if you're in this county and you go to the school you're part of the such and such school county band. Make it that way. Make it work that way. Because you can't base a standardized test off of something that isn't standard. When one county, the school's systems, they get everything that they need. Everything that they need. They get brand new books every year. They get funding for pro- school programs every year. They get friggin' money for Football fields and money for baseball fields and money for all this stuff, and they have this all enrichment then you go across the street in the school because it's a different district or it's a different yeah, it's a different district or it's a different neighbor neighborhood it's freaking shit they get horrible they have to go to the they have to go to the local neighborhood park for and physical enrichment. They have to, there's no art program. The school books have been from fucking 1990. It's just those things. Like Make it all standardized across because the schooling should be funded by the state. Okay, if you pay your state taxes, it shouldn't go to schooling. Like your local taxes shouldn't go to schooling. It should go to like, the, or whatever, your state. To you know what I'm trying to say. The state taxes should cover fucking schooling okay period in every state and then every state should be the same across why okay that's all I gotta do because now my partner's home it's gonna get loud in this house not that we yell but have a good one okay that was weird right I just was like okay bye my boyfriend's home gotta go bye <laughs> no because just my son gets excited so I'm back real quick I just want to finish this podcast because I was like okay that's all I got to say bye um, and I was like mid thought, but it, my son gets allowed and I just knew he was going to come running in here and be so excited. And he was, and now that has passed. Um, so anyway, like I was saying, can't standardize learning if not every, if the same opportunity isn't award, afforded to everyone and to begin with. So yeah, there's that. So that's my biggest concern is that that test you're now failing like I remember my junior year of high school I was so good at school always um not the best wasn't like a super genius but I was good at like math and I was good at science and history wasn't the worst I mean language arts wasn't the worst history was a little tough because none of it made sense because none of it was true (laughs) not none of it but like the history history that you learn in high school most of that wasn't true it was all it was it was true but it was you know one-sided but like I was saying I was doing good in chemistry and my chemistry teacher wouldn't let me take my test because I was late to class so I failed and I was like wow so there goes all my hard work and I thought that was the dumbest shit ever and so I said I'm done (laughs) and so that's how it is I didn't take a standard test in freaking Colorado either it's so weird but yeah so, not that, I can, not that I can remember. I probably did. So, there's, I, like I said, most parents are, like, terrified of violence and stuff yeah. like that. I'm afraid that I don't want my kid to be stupid. Not that they, they, they're, they're teaching stupid stupidity, but here's the one thing. They don't, they don't teach cursive anymore, okay? And there's a few documents written, well, let's say, around in the 1700s that are mostly mm-hmm. written in cursive. And if you don't, if you're not teaching, and what's cursive? You learn cursive in third grade, you learn it for a year, that's it. And it's not like you have to learn new words or anything. You just learn how to write letters a different way. That's it. That's all you literally are doing. So the fact that they don't teach that at all anymore is that it it just came to me this week. It was that like... If you don't teach cursive, how are the children going to be able to read the Constitution? You could literally write any, in a hundred years, when all the people who could read cursive are dead, you could write whatever the F you want to on the, as the Constitution. You could put that the Bill of Rights are that you have to obey this person, and you have to do, like, you could literally do whatever you want, because they can't read that, what that says. I know adults that can't read cursive, and it's like, ooh then how do you know what the Constitution, like how do you know what those old documents say? Because most of the people from those times wrote in cursive. It's very telling, right? That within 25 years, 26 years, they've changed it from like educating us to like hoarding us. Or what's it called? We're not hoarding us, but when you get hurting, hurting, hurting us. Mm -hmm. or hurting them. I don't want my child... I want my child to... I don't know. It's just crazy. That thought in my head, I was like, oh, I can't. I'm just against it. I'm against it. like, Like, we, out of all the developed countries in the world, we're one of the dumbest. And... what is... I don't understand false education. It's just like, oh, here's the facade that, like, you know, you build these really nice schools and they're really big, but not everyone's afforded those not luxuries of the school but the luxuries of having new books every year if one school gets books every year huh how did that happen and but the school next to them doesn't those are the things oh because they perform better no give everyone the opportunity no matter how they perform okay No matter how they perform, give everyone the same beginning opportunity no matter how they perform because not everyone is the same. And then don't grade them on a standardized test or then you can grade them on a standardized test and say this is how you need to improve. This is where you need to prove and then give them the same opportunities and if they keep messing it up, then they fail. But if you give them the same opportunities, if you give the person next to them where they can read every word in the fucking book and then they can understand and it's not a rush through school then yeah, sometimes you need to slow down. I'm like, English is, or not English, but there was so much work for him to do in English that that's what, and my son and I, but that's what we've been doing the last week. He hasn't had any of the other classes to do, but like a couple of 30 minutes for one class, for each class. This week he spent 30, maybe to, minutes to an hour. But English, we've been, because that's the most important one. He's learning how to read. That's the one that he needs the most. So, yeah, I don't know. There's so much in there. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I learned a lot this last quarter. I probably won't make another one until next quarter. Now I hope I can get one in before, like, Thanksgiving or something. Halloween maybe-ish. Listen out. I'm trying to get back to it once a week. i got to figure out that schedule. But hopefully, like I said, next week it'll get better. Check me out at threeofakindbags.com. Again, that is threeofakindbags, with an S, not a Z, dot com. And I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm mostly on Instagram, three of a, at Three of a Kind Bags. And so you're a stay at home, SCW. I mean, of course, if, you've, if you're listening to this podcast, then you just, it's the same. So you're a stay at home. And Deuces, I'm having a sale right now on Halloween Bags, 10% off, I think. Check that out. It ends in a couple weeks check it out. Um, and yeah, I hope that your weekend is amazing and that your week is even better than your weekend. Okay. Take care. I will hopefully see you next weekend or next Friday or talk to you next Friday. And if I don't, I love you and thank you for all of your support.